So hi Wolfgang, uh, the most important question ever. What was your first computer? Oh, hi Adam. My first computer uh, was an, an uh, XT286, uh, uh, an AT286, uh, 386 followed. Uh, it was very fast. And um, my favorite uh, at that time was an Atari um, 520ST. And this um, machine was not for gaming. It was just for um, assembler code. And uh, it comes along with a C compiler. Because it got the um, Motorola um, 68,000 uh, and the series on it. And that was my my uh, one and only lovely thing, the Atari. It surprised me right now because the 286 XT, it was it was pretty late actually. So uh, you didn't start it as you know as a young boy with three years hacking something. Yes, um, I I started in the age of fourteen. Ah, okay. My my neighbor uh, was a teacher for physics, and he owns all the stuff. Yeah, and I spent uh, all my my days after school uh, with him in the afternoon and in the evening and we sit down and uh, did something and uh, then uh, in in our uh, school I'm, i i choose uh, in the age of 16 uh, the um, yeah it was uh, on on data technology digital technology called though and so we have a computer room and uh, we were surrounded by computers by my neighbor and uh, in school. Mm -hmm. And then uh, later I bought own uh, computer and um, that comes along with my uh, first company, my software company in um, 1987. And uh, therefore I, I bought all the things um, surprisingly on, on Intel-based but for the industry controllers, uh, that was um, all possible with the Atari. Yeah, this was a real usage because uh, you can verify the debugging uh, on C and uh, on assembler code where um, um, control devices are yeah, possible to, to build okay. yeah, uh, with all the electronic equipment I, I uh, used to have uh, in my cellar. Uh -huh. um I had a ZX Spectrum, my first computer, and I was pretty much alone. And what I noticed that in the uh, neighbor city, there's a university of computer science, and there was something like hacking environment from students. It really looked like, you know, something like, you know, army shelter or something like this. And this is where I the first time saw Atari 520ST. And the yeah. Atari 520ST, for me, it was a beautiful machine. What I remember is this was the keyboard. And after the keyboard, it was like a flat area with some buttons. And there was one game. I only saw the game with beautiful graphics. And this was like something with karate games, something like something like that. And I saw this and it was, just, wow, there's no colors. And this was like, for me, incredible. It was like a completely new world. So this was how I got with the 520 ST in touch. And um, yeah, and it was very similar to Amiga, not the 5. Amiga 500 or 1000. So they were very similar machines, right? Mm. It was not the 500, it was the yeah. base one, and there was the one later was the similar to 520 ST. That, that was the, the opposite crowd with yeah, yeah, Amiga. No. Uh, and, and we, we uh, uh, this uh, took for almost 10 years because uh, 
you can you could use it uh, almost in the in the nineties where uh, industry control devices uh, for customers mm-hmm. um, yeah was was written on on the Motorola uh, processor architecture and the the assembler it was very nice yeah it was a total uh, different architecture uh, to approach uh, the the um, a specific instruction set of uh, the, the processor, the, the Motorola processor, and this, this was straightforward. Was it, uh, it, it 68,000? 68,000, and uh, the whole series about what, what I uh, said before, the 68,000, uh, 10, 20, 40. Uh, yeah. And uh, these, these uh, processor units uh, were amazing. Uh, the instruction set and all that stuff, and uh, it, it was a, a logical appearance if you build a, a, an assembler program native to that and uh, compile it and see it. And uh, you have uh, the C compiler with it. Yeah? And that means uh, we, we did all the stuff uh, in C and could optimize this uh, at uh, assembler uh, line code. Yeah? And um, on, the, on the other side, uh, we learned um, yeah, in the early days uh, Pascal, yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, it starts with ba- with uh, basic, but uh, this was something we we got in school. Uh, the whole structure was always the same, quite the same. Uh, but Pascal was the most serious language uh, to start with, and um, this comes um, to uh, see uh, with Carnegie kind of Ritchie. You, uh, you see, and uh, this I was had, I had our completely. Bible different, you know, uh, uh, opinion from you. I always saw, you know, in the front row of German conferences, a nice guy. I thought, you know, you are like the marketing guy from Sun or, or from Oracle. I didn't even knew. And now it turns out you are actually an assembler hacker, right? So you understand assembly, you understand C. So you are a low-level guy, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's uh, how I started. Uh, <laughs> and and was, you ended uh, now as, a, as, a, as what? As, what is your official title now? Now, my, my official title uh, is uh, Systems Engineer uh, for Java and Graal VM. Oh, so it's yeah. not as bad. I and thought, you know, you're like your uh, senior manager of uh, client side or whatever, but this is actually pretty technical. No. So it's not that far away from, from, your, from your roots, actually, especially Graal VM. Yeah, of course. That that's uh, the reason. Um, last year, uh, I, I I was really uh, asked uh, by the uh, Java um, team uh, to join them on the uh, worldwide uh, international group, and uh, I did this from uh, beginning of this year uh, to join uh, the uh, Java group. Of course, I always did the same stuff. Um, so. I, 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 Wait a second. Uh, let me tell this you. becomes too interesting. So we have to to know uh, to to cover a little bit of your history right now. So uh, yeah, yeah. What interests me? So you jump to assembly uh, and C, but I cannot imagine that you as a fourteen years old kid just started hacking assembly. So what was your no, first? No. You know, what was the very first minute on your computer? What you did and and what 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 happened after this? The, <laughs> the very very first minute where really um, with my neighbor, um, these, these programs, we just uh, got into uh, basic programs with, with loops, uh, calculating uh, numbers. Yeah, and uh, th- but that was amazing that, that you can, what, the, all the math you, you can do uh, on a paper, uh, you could do uh, 
uh, in in loops and uh, print out on in a line um, the results. Yeah, and and that that uh, never. Uh, um, this is something which uh, totally embraced me. So you started yeah. with coding and, immediately. Um, with my neighbor, because he he was he was uh, very uh, um, advanced on that, mm -hmm. and uh, he he showed me that, and uh, mm -hmm. so we 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 um, worked on that uh, also as a uh, for fun, yeah, for my, for my side, and that was really uh, something. It was a complete new world uh, that all the stuff uh, you you have learned in school uh, you can automate you can uh, put in procedures yeah? and uh, this was evolving and uh, in school uh, we we learned about uh, the age of 16 how how to build um, these uh, physical things to put it put it on a on a on a um, equipment electronic equipment yeah? and uh, so um, I, I always iterated this and learned learned more and more with digital technology. How how could you do this? Oh, uh, you use uh, uh, ICs, mm -hmm. uh, uh, integrated circuits uh, with uh, AND and NAND, or and all these different things. Uh, I, I um, ordered the books from Texas Instruments. Then uh, we we had had all the stuff uh, how these things working inside with transistor technology and integrated circuits, uh, and uh, we built on our own uh, these these uh, little uh, electronic uh, devices, uh, and um, always flankating uh, with uh, software technology which was evolving. Yeah, uh, so I don't uh, remember in sp on specific uh, programs. Uh, in, in, in basic, yeah, uh, more likely in uh, Pascal, yeah, but um, more and more later on uh, with uh, assembler and uh, C. So, so you never played games? And, yeah. No, not really. Right. Perfect. So you are the natural right. programmer number two at this podcast. The natural programmer, natural born programmer number one was Tanya from Eclipse Foundation. She had, she did exactly the same. So I had also a completely different impression from her because I met her the first time at Jax and I said, okay, this is like a, a manager, you know, like you, but it seems right now the two guys, uh, uh, Tanya and you, you are the just, you know, natural programmers. So I, 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 I had, <laughs> I saw the games first and then was curious how it works. And then I got into programming, but in opposite to you, I didn't have any neighbors, which understood me. So I also tried to do something with ICs, you know, and I and I tried to yeah. solve the stuff, but it never worked. So this was my problem. I spent you know hours to, uh. to make something work, but I always did a mistake. It was too hot or too cold or whatever. And I said, okay, I'm just too stupid yeah. to do this. And then I waited a little bit and then relearned programming again. But uh, yeah, my problem was there was no environment, you know, no hacker-friendly environment. Yeah, that that was really good. Um, and and comes to me because um, uh, I I started um, at the gymnasium. Um, three years. Where was it? Uh, city, you know it? It, it, it was in Offenbach. Okay. It was a technical gymnasium, and uh, they were the first. And I, I, I choose this one because we learned all that stuff. Uh, and uh, so it ends up with Abitur. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I um, started uh, with a with a training as electrical electronical engineer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, at Dupont de Noir, uh, and um, for three three years, 
and we we built um yeah these kind of controls for um large equipments they were in the printing business mm-hmm. uh for photo um stuff mm-hmm. and uh it was huge and we we did all that stuff uh with electronical devices uh to keep the maintenance of the the whole factory running oh, uh-huh. yeah and after after that i i joined um the um Fachhochschule in Darmstadt, mm-hmm. uh, the um, yeah, uh, so-called uh, practical university uh, for four years mm-hmm. and uh, with digital technology. Oh. Uh, it's called the data technology. One question, because yeah. Thomas Wörtinger from Gralvia uh, told me that in Darmstadt there was the very first uh, internet conference. And I say, this is not possible in Darmstadt. This is a... a yeah, could, could be. Because okay. uh, um, they, they had... Um, the GSI, uh, uh, this is um, um, like the DAISY or CERN. Uh, okay. It's uh, in uh, Darmstadt, and uh, they they observing uh, particles um, if they got a large velocity, and they have written C programs and all that stuff. And all the people were around there in Darmstadt, and it was uh, an amazing time. And during that time, I started my, my first, my company. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, he, he was a founder and uh, he got the budget. And uh, with five people, uh, we were self-contracting um, and uh, working on that, um, writing a, a network uh, infrastructure program. Yeah, that was before uh, Novel Networks and, and uh, yeah, starting with Banyan Wines at that time. And uh, we had uh, two uh, uh, developers on, on Pascal writing an ERP uh, system, and uh, we were working with all the the, the stuff together. Yeah, uh, starting from scratch, the physical architecture with own um, network cards coming from Taiwan, and uh, all that stuff we we uh, yeah. Uh, established uh, the, the whole communication remote control for customers yeah, and from scratch everything yeah, from the cable to the software end to end that's really end to end and at these days and um, after I uh, finished my uh, university in uh, Darmstadt um, then I, I joined uh, Oracle because they offered a trainee program where you learn um, an enterprise company one, uh, from one scratch. One second, please. What interests me, it yeah. seems like, you know, you, you, go, you, how you how to call it, your career was like straight. So you had some, you know, internal motivation to learn programming yeah. and then start a business. So the question is, why? Also my, what, what was your fascination? Was it like you saw a movie, you wanted to be, I don't know, to be more knowledgeable in some areas? What was your fascination with the programming? Uh, so programming uh, was uh, more things I learned. Uh, the more I, I get my intrinsic motivation. Okay. That, that's for real. It's, it's uh, maybe uh, an obsession or a passion about that. Uh, the more you learn, uh, you more questions yeah, exactly. you have, yeah, yeah? And, and you more you want to do with that. And um, for me, it was uh, more or less uh, the Koenig and Ritchie, uh, where you see how you control things, uh, including libraries and pushing uh, compiler button, yeah, and 
and uh, finding uh, problems, uh, debugging the stuff, um, going for errors and uh, warnings. What is it? Where does it come from? Yeah, and uh, it 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 never gets me untouched. Yeah. And, and, and who, and that who was are you idols? Some, oh, I I don't think I I have one. Uh, it's it's just around all the people uh, there, uh, and I I remember many people uh, there. Um, in, in, in these years, yeah, working with them, uh, joining with them, having discussions with them, and, uh, yeah, uh, maybe solving problems, uh, having, uh, weird ideas, all of that stuff you learn about. And, uh, that was, was something what, what, uh, always embraced me very, very, uh, tight. Okay. So to summarize, so you started with C or assembler, right? With your neighbor. This was your f yeah with pa pa Pascal, oh, Pascal. Uh, basic uh -huh. basic Pascal and uh, then later uh, C and assembler. And then you yeah. uh, then you uh, started at technical gymnasium in Offenbach, and then you studied computer science. Or what you did afterwards? Um, after after the gymnasium, uh, I I did um, yeah electronic school. You said uh, I, I, no, uh, I I worked as as. Uh, Uh, electronical engineer. Okay. I, I just learned that in three years okay. yeah, uh, at, at DuPont. And then uh, I started uh, my uh, university in Darmstadt. Uh -huh. And during that time, uh, uh, concurrent, uh, I had my own uh, company as a uh, self-contractor. Ah, so in, uh, uh, so in, during your study, you started your own company, your own business. Right. And, and why right. that? You right wanted up. to earn some money or what was the idea? No, no. Um, many, many people uh, around myself asked me for doing some things. And, uh, hey, uh, we have uh, a light show. Uh, how uh, could we do that? Uh, a laser light show mm -hmm. yeah, for events. And I said, okay, uh, let's look. Uh, there was a company um, where they um, put in um, laser light shows. Um, in uh, Bochum, the Tarm Center, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we we put in that stuff in our whole uh, own in environment mm -hmm. uh, for large uh, uh, industry events, uh, uh, show events, and all the uh, effects uh, comes along to uh, animations. Yeah, uh, um, if if you if you uh, turn a stage, a large stage with people on it, with a motorbike on it, yeah, uh, and uh, turn it. And uh, showing their products mm -hmm. uh, in the industry, uh, uh, that was quite different. It was just something you could realize that you can do this um, with all the physical stuff and uh, with software controls. That comes, that starts at these days. In in the early days, in the 80s, um, people uh, just move things by hand uh, or uh, with. Yeah, manual things. And, and, uh, if you think about a laser show, uh, for large customers in, in Germany, um, you, you used the animation, uh, where, where a hall of people with 2000 people, uh, and, and you do the effects behind, uh, which are controlled by these systems. Yeah, it was just an example, but uh, surrounding me, the people, they just ask me for doing something. Uh, hey, you know about uh, this technology? Uh, could we do this and this? And uh, yeah, they all are uh, were in business, and um, this maybe not by random, uh, but this was something uh, which which was an, uh, a straight through thing. Uh, if you 
always are in the same crowd of people uh, just amazed by technology, uh, they ask you if you can do something uh, and uh, piecing um, missing pieces <laughs> on on that uh, to fit yeah, in. Cool. Uh, so I assume back then you were probably a huge Pink Floyd fan as well, right? Right. <laughs> just right. assuming, you know, just because. Uh, and your dream was probably, you know, to help them with their concerts, right? Live shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I really grew up with that kind of music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you actually know the uh, the and, and, con concert movie my... from Pink Floyd where the uh, I think it was uh, it was not the Dark Side on on the Moon. It was one later. When at the beginning of the show, the technician takes on a cigarette and it lights it off yeah. with the laser. You see it on the movie. So yeah. this was all that. Yeah, all that stuff. But it was uh, it was earlier with um, um, uh, albums called metal mm -hmm. and and uh, these kind of things. And my neighbor, uh, he he wasn't only a, a, a physics teacher. Uh, he he was always uh, also playing in a band and uh, was uh, um, experimenting uh, with synthesizers and all that stuff. Okay. So uh, how to create noise on that? That was something uh, what what really uh, was interesting. Creating noise uh, on an electronic uh, device. So I'm assuming uh, you also like Jean-Michel Jarre with magnetic fields. Yeah, uh, right. That that's yeah. all the all that stuff. Uh, John, John Miles and then uh, these kind of things. Everyone wa was playing John Miles with his laser shows and okay. <laughs> just need to arrange the light and uh, and the effects. And, and that was just uh, interesting. Yeah, It was just a part you saw and uh, then uh, you, you go uh, through the next uh, thing. And uh, what was really uh, good at that time, we learned about uh, what is an, an ERP program that a small company have a uh, possibility to control their contacts and uh, writing uh, uh, high-volume uh, letters mm -hmm. uh, automatically mm -hmm. on, on printers and all that stuff. Yeah? So it comes more to a business purpose for for the network technology but how, how you got this, this time, idea so i mean what laser i understand if you like pink floyd whatever this yeah is yeah that was that was that was just fun that was just okay. fun uh where where my friend had a, a company at that time um doing events for all that stuff uh he built um yeah the whole stage on that mm -hmm. yeah and um, that was a different thing. And the other thing uh, was was more uh, related uh, to the to the network technology. That was um, uh, a friend of mine who founded uh, these these company, his company, and we were self contracted there. And uh, that that was the thing we learned uh, much more what you can do uh, on the network because it was evolving uh, at this time uh, novel network starts uh, and uh, we had all this stuff ready this was before windows microsoft windows was there uh, and uh, we had all this stuff and um, i i was maintaining all these customers mm -hmm. uh, and uh, from scratch uh, from from the physical structure uh, up uh, to to their um, uh, program. And which programming language uh, was it that uses ERP system? Uh, um, this uh, was Pascal. Okay. And, and what happened this afterwards? Was... So, so you, were you successful with the ERP system? And what was the name of the system? This is the interesting, always interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if there was a name, a, a right name. Okay. 
the company is a company uh, was called Modis. Modis, okay. And uh, yeah, but uh, it it was really a niche, mm -hmm. yeah, because uh, it it would be succeeded uh, at that times by KHK, okay. yeah, which is how it's Sage, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was the reason in um, 92, 1992, um, I started the uh, trainee program at Oracle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, this? this was. So, I mean, uh, you saw an, you got an email, you saw an event. So how how you got the idea to join Oracle? Or yeah, that was interesting because um, I I learned about that uh, network and ERP stuff on on a, for for small size companies um, that there is an enterprise uh, area here yeah, where um, people invented uh, a database. Um, it was at that time Oracle uh, 6. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I asked for that. Yeah, and uh, oh, lots of uh, friends they said, oh, yeah, that's, that's uh, really great. Um, this is a, a database. And uh, they, they need to access this with the with uh, network, yeah? and uh, that was something um, uh, what really uh, was interesting. And uh, I, I would, um, yeah, I thought, hey, how could you learn uh, an enterprise company uh, in in um, in a year? Yeah? All the all the stuff uh, which is included, and that was a um, possibility, Oracle. Uh, ask for uh, a trainee program and say invited uh, many um, yeah, uh, people and uh, they started with 12 uh, at that time uh, in 1992. Okay. And uh, so I joined Oracle and I did this, this program for eight uh, months mm -hmm. and afterwards uh, they employed me uh, for, <clears throat> for network uh, consultant mm -hmm. uh, technology and um, yeah, I did this uh, three and a half years with a database building client-server uh, applications. Yeah, this was uh, an initial part uh, of introducing client-server stuff. Yeah? And uh, this was something uh, really um, uh, amazing. Yeah? We had, we had um, um, an event at Oracle, yeah? and I met a guy, uh, uh, Mark Benioff, and I, I, to, I asked him, hey, you are the president of client-server at Oracle. That's, that must be amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah? You have a client and a server and the whole technology and the network. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this was really uh, great. And he, <laughs> he is a, he's a, he's a really amazing guy, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which is really powerful. And um, I, I guess he was in the, in the age of uh, 27 at the okay. time. Yeah. And uh, we, we spent the, the evening there uh, talking about these things. Okay. Yeah. And um, that was really good. You learned all the stuff, how you put records in uh, small pieces and maybe retrieving thousands, and this should work. Um, I was looking uh, with electronic devices, with uh, net and analyzers uh, about losing packages uh, within client-server technology. Like Wireshark, so something was, like Wireshark, right? All, all the stuff, um, finding uh, problems, mm -hmm. yeah, but doing this from physics, from the, from the OSI model, layer 7, uh, 7 layer model, uh, sorry, uh, to the software stack. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so I, I worked in, in, the, in a um, uh, software project 
And um, uh, a colleague in that project, uh, at Deutsche Telekom, he asked me, hey, please uh, join Texas Instruments for uh, uh, application development uh, within a case tool. Uh, it has uh, C base and uh, uh, pseudocode. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we need as well something for database optimization. Uh, and then I, I joined uh, Texas Instruments. It was uh, the James Martin company. And uh, that company um, uh, was uh, <clears throat> sold after uh, two years. Yeah, and um, that was the reason uh, I, I looked after a new uh, company. And uh, what could you uh, join? Uh, that was uh, Sun Microsystems oh. in the early days uh, with 1997. And uh, Java was uh, at the right stage uh, to, to start was with. Was it Germany? Uh, yes, it was in Germany. So was it in Heimstetten? No, uh, it was in Frankfurt in Langen, uh -huh. uh, uh, close to my home. Um, I, surprisingly, all the companies uh, had locations uh, close to my home in the south of uh, Frankfurt mm -hmm. here, and um, that was interesting. And uh, I, I never need to, uh, to move uh, somewhere else. I always thought, oh, maybe Düsseldorf or maybe Munich. Mm -hmm. yeah? But they, no, we have a, an office in Frankfurt. You can join there. Yeah? So I joined uh, Sun Microsystems in Langen and um, started Uh, uh, with, with the Java stuff, evangelizing uh, internal people about the power of Java okay. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, growing up uh, with, with all that stuff. Uh, I immediately bought a, a Spark Classic station, uh, putting on uh, the database and uh, yeah, heading all the, the environment uh, to work on, on these kind of enterprise software in my, in my yeah. home own office. <laughs> so um, I worked uh, as a freelancer for uh, Sun Microsystems. I delivered courses uh, at that time frame, I think. I started around probably 1998. And uh, I, I, I just focused on the you know architectural courses and network courses. And I only delivered the Java basics. This is 275 SL, 275 Java programming basics on the ones yeah. or two and focus on the, on yeah. the others. But uh, we had in the classrooms the uh, Sun, I think, Ultraspark 80 workstations. So nice yeah. machines. And I wanted to have one because I say if I deliver courses, so um, I could just, you know, uh, play with it at home. And I asked the people at Sun how to buy one. Uh, you can give me a discount or not. I would really like to buy one. And the funny story was they couldn't. <laughs> there was, yeah. there was yeah. no way, you know. To buy the machine, and then I understood why you know Sun was not very good at business. I said, yeah, uh, we we will try, you know, <laughs> we will try. Just how to? I'm at Sun Microsystems. Please, you know, point to someone. I would really buy the machine. And even funnier story. I, I don't know whether you remember. I I bought the um, the IDE from Sun called Sun Java Studio and Sun Java yeah. Studio Creator. So the one was the IDE, and the other one was like Java Bean. A framework where you can connect with pipeline Java beans and events. And it cost me 200 Deutschmarks. And the funny story is, in order to get that, I was classified as enterprise, enterprise Sun customer. So I got, you know, the fancy catalogs. I think each of the catalog yeah. would cost probably 50 euros, as it looked like. And the cool story is, with that, I got uh, credit for about 1 million. 
So I was back then a student, so I could actually buy, you know, the eating K without having any money, you know, and yeah. <laughs> and this was the other opposite. And I said, okay, in order to actually get the Sun uh, Workstation 80, I just should, you know, start with the IDE and then we'll get the credit and then I could buy it. But this was a funny situation and um, I, I never had one, actually. <laughs> I wanted to buy one, but it was mission impossible to get one. So this was... Uh, yeah. That was very hard. Um, I, I asked uh, the, the colleagues uh, to buy one uh, before, and uh, that was uh, a problem because uh, they uh, they always had these high amount uh, channel ah, yeah, at at uh, at Sun Microsystems and um, selling selling the the hardware to the partners. And uh, I I asked really yeah uh, for for more than. One two years, because in in the other company um, I, I was still there, uh, um, um, <clears throat> working with with my colleagues, and um, so in, we we had the, the old company running on Sun mm -hmm. uh, on um, a certain part, mm -hmm. yeah, and it was quite difficult, yeah, and <clears throat> and um, I ask really for and uh, as. As an employee uh, from of uh, Sun, yeah, uh, before, yeah, uh, bef no, before I, I was an uh, employee, I got a, a showcase machine which which was new, but it was declared as a refurbished machine. Yeah, that was the only way wow. to get one uh, for for a normal price. I was surprised, uh, but I was very happy as I joined Sun. I, I already used to have this mm -hmm. uh, uh Spark classic uh, and um <laughs> it was that was really good because um you, you need to have uh, the system uh, uh, system 5 um which comes to solaris uh, later yeah uh, and uh, to to get in touch uh, with this mm -hmm. uh, that, that was at the same time uh, with uh, linux uh, evolving uh, so uh, and, you, um, you you learned java static at sun or you knew Java before? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I learned I learned uh, Java uh, at Sun. Uh, I I saw it immediately, and uh, I knew it before. Uh, but this was clear um, that uh, being at the right place uh, and um, yeah, having all the the material there, and uh, that that was the initial uh, driver uh, for me. Uh, yeah, what is your, and at that what is time, your impression of Java? So you saw, you know, the the syntax, and you with your background, back background. So what was your yeah impression? It was very good because uh, these uh, right ones run anywhere uh, was really um, the the initial uh, uh, driver uh, for for all the people. They said, okay, uh, we we uh, did not. Uh, Need uh, to have the different compiler stuff on on different um, machinery on dis different systems, yeah? and um, that was something. If you use it, you could uh, just uh, run it. Yeah? And uh, before, uh, I always need to to recompile for each step. I need to recompile the whole yeah. program, yeah? which was fine at this stage with with uh, C and uh, that's valid yeah but uh, this was really new that you have something uh, on on a level of compatibility and uh, could you could you could uh, really have different ports yeah and um, so i i think that would be too much um, we we did um, 
we did the stuff for different devices. Uh, we had uh, at that time thousands of uh, square meters for old computer stuff. And uh, where I looked into yeah, how uh, could you, could you uh, restart this? Is this something you can sell with with my friend's company? Yeah, or uh, is this uh, something uh, you just bring back to work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, large computers, uh, smaller. Yeah, and we were surrounded uh, by these systems uh, on on uh, each um, yeah. Um, yeah, situation, and we had a really uh, a stock where these here in Frankfurt, where these were based, and at the same time, I, I worked uh, with these enterprise customers. So it it goes from day to night uh, <laughs> with with this technology stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, with Sun Microsystems, um, they bought an application server, but uh, uh, they decided not to use it. Uh, and that was the reason I joined uh, BEA and uh, many uh, friends wait, wait, and, and at that wait time. Wait a second. What was your first interesting or serious Java application you wrote? Uh, that 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 was something uh, I, I really uh, yeah it was hello world uh, of course from from the you mentioned the SL two seventy five and uh, these kind of things and how to build a constructor uh, class class mm -hmm. A class B and and these kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, it was just something you learned ten times mm -hmm. before with different languages, mm -hmm. and you just see it. Oh, that's uh, that's Java. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there are no uh, special uh, programs at that. And um, mm -hmm. at that time, C was more uh, powerful on electronic devices. Uh, getting the APIs and all that stuff, maybe data samples on that, fast Fourier transformation, calculations. We did that, that stuff uh, on uh, C. Okay. Uh, and um, so uh, it was a, a, a slightly um, ramp up with Java, what what you could do with but what, that. What, you but, brought um, any programs at Sun Microsystems or were we just more like consultant? No. Oh, okay. No. No, I, I didn't wrote uh, programs because uh, no one wants to use it uh, <laughs> on the on the server side. Uh, I I did um, a study, a first study um, at uh, a German railway company um, having Java on the server side, and at, at that time they uh, they got five uh, programmers for Smalltalk, yeah, and uh, no one for Java, and uh, it took some. Yeah, um, almost a year. Yeah, to convince the people using Java. Yeah, and uh, ten years later, they got one thousand developers about Java. Yeah, yeah. Uh, capable about Java. Which application server really used at Sun Microsystems back then? You remember? Uh, NetDynamics. It was later interesting because I, I started with the Java web server from Sun. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the different technology. They bought a lot of stuff, but the the application server they they bought at that time they didn't use it. They, and I, I was really evangelizing uh, internal people to do some some projects with that stuff, but uh, the customer side uh, wasn't ready uh, to use Java, and uh, uh, internal people um, had some some doubts about what is an application server. And then um, so many uh, friends uh, called me and said, hey, you need to join BEA. Uh, we, we are doing that stuff, what you want mm -hmm. to do. And that was the reason uh, I joined um, 
BA, where the uh, recent acquisition happened at that time with WebLogic. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I, I spent uh, 10 years uh, with BA doing all that stuff uh, on Java, with Java SE, with Java EE, yeah, and uh, the application server WebLogic. Which, uh, which yeah. WebLogic or BA version was it? Was it still Tenga? Five. Was it? It was the Tenga Tenga server, then uh, 4.5, uh, and uh, then um, 5.1 web logic uh, comes along. But I started with the Tenga server, yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, then and uh, the company was called Web Logic, and uh, BA uh, acquired the company, and um, the product was renamed uh, from Tenga to Web Logic server. Mm -hmm. And what you did at BA? Um, systems engineering, the same same stuff uh, before. We worked uh, quite tight uh, with the product management, with the engineering. I spent many uh, times in San Francisco in our uh, engineering office, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Andy Piper, who wrote the uh, clustering with WebLogic, uh, that was amazing. Uh, we, we got into the technical concept, how <clears throat> you could... Um, Iterates this, how this is done, uh, what could be optimized, what should be changed, uh, how could you use it, how could you make things better and, and the software development. So that's, that was, um, yeah, uh, in, in uh, 99, uh, 2000, that was a really, really a fast time um, where, where technology comes along and people start uh, companies start with one or two application servers, and they end up with thousands. Uh, and uh, at that time, uh, BA was the fastest uh, company in history, uh, reaching uh, one billion um, US dollars in uh, the software revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that they did just what uh, Sun at this time had um, yeah, should doing. That yeah. are, to make it right, but they they uh, uh, just used uh, the hardware stuff and uh, software was done by partners. Yeah. BA was a big partner uh, of uh, Sun, and the same with Oracle. We just used uh, the Oracle database, and all that products had Sun Solaris as a operating system, uh, WebLogic. Yeah, and uh, the Oracle database, and then uh, we got into customer uh, projects, uh, writing uh, their uh, business logic. Yeah, what I, what uh, I remember, I got so. lots of uh, Oracle employees in my sub yeah. courses, and I asked them why, and it turned out there was like uh, Oracle Sun uh, Competence Center, and this was, yeah. uh, and there were the uh, Oracle people who used the Sun hardware and they attended my architectural courses, they were extremely bright. So we had really interesting discussion around, you know, databases and, and, and design just in the breaks and whatever. So I learned a lot during during the workshop, actually. Yeah. And uh, the next question is, so have you actually written BEA code or were you more like consultants and or wrote code around BEA? Consultant. Consultant, okay. Um, consultant on that, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we obviously... Uh, could um, do some suggestions. Mm -hmm. Like in the past, I did the same with Texas Instruments in in, uh, in the Plano office, in the engineering office, making uh, suggestions, um, proposals uh, to change things. Mm -hmm. But um, this was really um, yeah a clear thing that um, developers from from the core team 
uh, need to do this of quality insurance uh, assurance and uh, not uh, someone outside uh, changing a thing uh, in your product uh, in um, your project you could change it in the project but it needs to be embraced in the product then everyone gets it and that was the idea as well of open source that a lot of people are working on that making it better uh, but uh, only uh, a core team uh, were able to write the code. Um, it's a starting at WebLogic. There were three, uh, three people, uh, uh, writing uh, the WebLogic, the Tenga server. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, this was the BA, right? This is the first initials of the. Yeah, that, that, these are the founders, Bill, Ed, and Alfred, but, um, the Tenga server, uh, was, um, I think Laurie Pittman, uh, Bob Pesca, and, um, uh, the, the other guy inventing the, uh, EGBs. Uh, uh, I can't okay. remember his name. I met him. I met him at a Sun conference in Paris uh, in uh, 1995, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, that was that was really great uh, to have a chat with him and uh, talking uh, for some hours uh, how how he implemented implemented the EGB zero dot eight version. And, 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 and um, you, I don't know whether you remember, but the first EGB version had uh, no, there was no XML. So you had to persist the deployment right. descriptors with uh, persistence utilities. And then, you know, yeah. XML took over because it was so popular. Yeah. So the, the, the yeah. industry actually wanted to have XML and Sun said, okay, then we switch from Java configuration to XML. So this was the true, the, the whole story, right? Yeah. It, uh, that was just one guy and uh, uh, taking care about the, the early days. And then uh, it, it gets more um, high sophisticated and within the specification and Sun comes um, along. And um, yeah, the Sun uh, was doing the specification and, and um, more other companies was doing the, the practical proof uh, how this is working and uh, evolving. Yeah? And uh, this is something... Um, which which was really good uh, working together with people from Sun, from BEA, and of course from Oracle, because mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, projects are consisting on on that stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, to to um, just wrap uh, the story up, and um, after the acquisition in 2008, uh, one year later uh, was the acquisition of uh, Sun. On microsystems, so all that stuff <clears throat> comes together, and um, uh, the uh, people at Oracle they ask me uh, to take care about uh, the whole uh, Java environment uh, at customers and the community. Uh, all right. And so, um, so that, a BA was, was bought by Oracle. When was it? <clears throat> uh, yes. When was it? Two thousand eight, October two thousand eight, yeah. and and. and uh, and uh, one year later, uh, Sun uh, was bought yeah, by Oracle. Perfect. So you are now back at Oracle without doing anything, right? So it was like <laughs> you just <laughs> uh, they, observed the industry, uh, they, and now you were in all the you know hot startups and companies without. Right, right. But uh, this this was uh, something uh, which was really good. Um, that um, the funding uh, was even better uh, if you just on the technology side. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's um, business is is, is really good um, that uh, someone takes care about it, but you need to have the right technology and and if you're convinced uh, of a stack and how um, the stack should be in, evolved, uh, uh, you you need to have a 
slightly plan uh, where you come from and where you need to go and what should you change. Uh, and all that stuff, <clears throat> all that stuff changed, of course, uh, from from Java EE uh, uh, to uh, Jakarta EE. But uh, so many uh, enterprises still uh, reside on uh, Java EE8 because uh, it's all there and they don't have own uh, developers. They, they just have business users. Uh, the same you mentioned uh, for, for years, uh, that uh, it's quite good to have something which is ready to use. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the other hand, you need um, more investment own software developers uh, and uh, yeah, breaking new ground uh, for microservices um, needs uh, to have um, a budget and uh, yeah, uh, more people uh, taking care about that. And uh, that was something which really evolves uh, very, very fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we still see uh, many uh, different projects. I'm working now in, in a project uh, with microservice architecture. Wait a second. But all uh, the wait other... a second. Uh, one question, because yeah. we forget the history. What was the most interesting project at BA you saw or did or heard about? So, you know. <clears throat> what, one, uh, there were lots. Okay. Or, or, uh, or, one or of, three or, or whatever. So just to know <clears throat> the ideas, what happened back yeah. then. Yeah. One of the, the most interesting uh, projects was the online banking system of uh, Deutsche Bank. Mm -hmm. Uh, with, with millions of customers are still working there. And um, on the other hand, um, <clears throat> there were 300 projects at uh, German Railway uh, based on Java and uh, even on, on Java FX, but that's a different story. And, uh, and uh, on the other side, uh, where uh, DHL, uh, Deutsche Post, uh, they were a heavy user uh, uh, on uh, Java with WebLogic, yeah. and um, I, I used to work with with these uh, <clears throat> companies, um, German Railway uh, local here in Germany, but with Deutsche Bank and uh, DHL International in the States uh, or in uh, Malaysia. It was really amazing yeah, how these. Uh, projects uh, evolved and you saw all the programmers you work with uh, on, on around the globe. Mm -hmm. uh, I that, think that eBay was, was also uh, really right? <clears throat> I, I don't know yet. Uh, I think, yeah, in the, in the early days, yeah. um, it's, it started with uh, Charles Schwab in San Francisco and uh, this was one of the first uh, customers in the Bay uh, in uh, 1998, mm -hmm. 99. So you were basically and, consulting, uh, so like uh, you you yeah. were uh, sorry, so high end uh, BA consulting, helping with uh, proof of concept architectures. Yeah, systems engineer. Yeah, it was quite the same, and uh, we we always uh, had a team uh, of of people uh, um, writing software, doing proof of concepts, the same uh, as now, uh, as now here in in the Java team uh, with with experts. Yeah. Uh, asking the the Oracle Labs uh, for help for help um, Thomas Wertinger, for instance, uh, and this is uh, really really um, uh, yeah good to work in a team. Yeah, uh, each one has a dedicated task, but you work in a team because uh, um, good ideas comes uh, from from many. So people. you know also uh, the uh, German BA consultants. I, uh, at BA, I worked in Do Germany. You know Roland yes. Rich. Yeah, of and course. Ricky Sommer. He was. 
Yeah. Okay. Nice. Because I uh, I know all the, yeah. the colleagues. With Roland uh, and Rick, I spent almost. a lot of time, you know, in task forces and, uh, oh. and 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 bug hunting. But I never met you, so that's interesting. So you did exactly the same t uh, thing what I did, and I recognized you the first time at Jack's conference. I think you were already yeah. at Oracle. Yeah. So we never met in person, which is incredible. No. No. I'm uh, at BAA. I um, I, I spent uh, many. <clears throat> Uh, many Jacks conference from the very beginning in uh, Merfelden, Waldorf. Yeah, exactly. uh, mm -hmm. That I, I, at that time, I, I guess I was uh, just uh, I left Sun and uh, I joined BA at that yeah, time. Yeah, but I still, so. I mean, I don't mean conferences, but I mean you know real world projects. And uh, so we yeah. never met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I even um, I became I have what a second the trophy here <clears throat> on my desk. A BA technical director, and I was invited yeah, to yeah, yeah. the E-World, BA World, which becomes which became Oracle World in 2003 yeah, BA World. 2003 or four or twice, in, in, yeah. and, and had another chance to talk with BA people and stuff like that. And, uh, and uh, I also never met you there, so I met the other guys, so interesting story. Okay. Uh, I I yeah. I I remember remember you. Uh, I think we met first in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. Java uh, one probably. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, Java one. This was yeah, but still, I still didn't knew you from this perspective. I knew more. I, I, my suspicion was you were like really interested uh, manager, you know, who would like uh, to. No, no, no. Never, I, I, this never. is my my impression <laughs> from you always actually. And uh, I, I uh, asked uh, once uh, the uh, Lars Röverkamp, you, you know him, this is a German yeah. fame, and I yeah. said, hey, who is actually the Wolfgang Weigand? So, okay, hey, he works, uh, but never mentioned that you are so deep into the weeds. So, so he is a former BA guy, so okay. But um, yeah, interesting. So now uh, you, uh, you, uh, you joined or rejoined Oracle again, and you care about Java again since yes. 10, 11 years. It's 20 years. 11 years, yeah. And uh, no, no, yeah, 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 all the all the time. Yeah, yeah. and and then was, my impression uh, from I, you because we had the many chats since then, and my impression was you know you 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 are not fitting you know the Oracle corporates I don't know what I see uh, as a typical Oracle uh, how to call it look and feel. For me, you were always more like your independent hacker and huge Java fanboy. This was what I usually uh, yeah. told about you, and this was funny. And and you know joined my my uh, talk sometimes and had a nice feedback and say you are a really interesting guy so uh, uh, interesting what, what are you actually doing because uh, probably you are no a, a wealthy angel investor or someone you know just enjoys technology <laughs> and joins stocks but you are actually uh, <laughs> but, but you are uh, deep into the weeds so um, what you did uh, for, also interesting question uh, what was your opinion of Java E? Because I can imagine you are all deep from C, C++, Pascal, so you're a system engineer. And uh, Java E is more set of APIs. So why you, th or what, what is your impression of Java E? So Java E came around, J2E, I mean, J2E 1, 2, you probably saw that. Yeah. So um, what were your thoughts about that? It, it was the best uh, thing ever because uh, uh, it was embracing all that stuff uh, in, in one box uh, with all the specifications. Yeah. And this surprised um, me I, I was because usually totally what, convinced what I thought, at that, that time. I thought. Yeah. So I really like Java. But the reason why I liked it is I don't have to learn all the, you know, the, the stuff which doesn't matter. I just focus mm. on the API and I'm just faster and, and I can actually keep up. This was yeah, my motivation. Right. But, uh, 
from your perspective, it does not make a lot of sense because if you know the entire stack, you don't need Java E. You know, you can you can say I, I don't care about the APIs. I'm I. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the the, the, the uh, never would uh, like to write programs from scratch, uh, and, uh, and and you have you have all respons responsibility on your own if you provide a program. Uh, and um, for instance, uh, it was it was normal to have in one thousand uh, line um, line um, possible. Um, uh, six errors mistake, yeah, which is, is even uh, better. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, you always uh, the more you write uh, on infrastructure, more prone it is. Yeah, and on 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 a on a base infrastructure that was uh, new at that time. You don't need to bring uh, your own uh, libraries to include include this. Uh, C, uh, you just had a, had a base set, and as you mentioned, you can uh, uh, focus on on the uh, the code you write uh, to solve a problem. Yeah, for instance, uh, an, an online broker or a banking yeah. uh, application, yeah, or a brokerage ap uh, application. All that stuff uh, that was easier uh, on on a on an existing infrastructure where you find programmers, uh, they could uh, just uh, learn it. Yeah, and uh, the infrastructure structure is there so ah. basically it was the same story as my my but my was started with java so i have c and c plus plus knowledge but i never wrote let's say linux drivers or something like that but um ah, uh, yeah. i'm just you know a high level c plus plus or c guy and um and um and for me it was at the beginning of java we evaluated a lot you know different frameworks we always evaluated before the project started and then what I saw is, is actually the all the libraries are very similar. It's not like you know you can you can speed up the projects on orders of magnitude just you know uh, f favoring you know uh, SL4J over over Java UT logging or something like this. It was like you know a small decisions which actually are pointless and do not matter at all. And for me, it was like the Java E or J2E was the way to hack you know the system and the meetings and to say you know we just pick this and we start with that and see what happens. If this is not enough. We can always, you know, go somewhere else or pick another framework. And the funny story was, it was always sufficient. So uh, I, I really badly wanted to learn Scala or use Scala in my projects. And my hope was, you know, like Java E is not scalable or too bloated or whatever. And and the story is, um, I never had the chance, you know, to migrate from Java E or J2E back then to Scala because J2E or Java E or JMS, they were always you know, good enough. This was this was my problem, is J2E was actually good enough and not always this, it uh, even you know, was better than expected. And that that's the reason. Um, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm uh, without uh, any details, but uh, I'm, I'm really uh, enjoying um, working with new evolving um, programming, programming languages. You, we Wolfgang, have this at Sun we, we with should a, stop yeah. this and cover this in the next episode. Otherwise, it will be two okay. hours. So um, <laughs> you're right. Perfect. So where pe we didn't we we didn't cover Java ethics. This is a different story. Yeah, we will we will cover this soon. So the question is, where people can find you on the internet? On the internet, um, on Twitter, mm -hmm. it's uh, Wolf Look, mm -hmm. and um, do you have a blog? This was chosen. Uh, no. Uh, I write uh, my articles at uh, Jack's Enter, mm -hmm. uh, 
and uh, it's all there, my uh, written articles, and um, all, all that stuff is on Jack's Enter. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I put some. Yeah, all this, the communication is is done by Twitter uh, with Wolflock. Okay, cool. So thank you. Thank you, Adam.